Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ben, and in this episode of the Smoking Hot Confessions Barbecue Podcast, we're going to find out what happens after dark at the Meat in the Dilly Barbecue Festival. Hey family, hope you're well wherever you are and you got that thin blue smoke rolling. I'm super excited to tell you about the episode we've got today. It's something really different and really cool. I think you're really going to like it. So a few weeks ago, as you know, I went down to meet in the Dilly for the uh, inaugural barbecue event there. It was, an, it was a ripper weekend away. I got to take my son with me. He got to have his first crack at a steak cook-off uh, competition with Kids Q Nation. He had a ball. But I decided to do something a bit different. I packed up all the gear that I've got here in the studio flew it all down to Sydney with me, and we had what we like to call an after-dark conversation. And uh, what that means is I just get a bunch of different pitmasters together, we all just hang out, and wherever the conversation goes is wherever the conversation goes. So that's what we've got lined up for you tonight. We've got uh, Ben Shute from Moonshine Barbecue, Linda Zamet from Pits Perfect, and Ryan Sheen uh, from Fellowship of the Grill, formerly of Sheen Shangri-La, but I'll let him fill you in on on the changes a bit later on. But I reckon that's about all you need from me. So let's get stuck into this After Dark special. This is the internationally awarded Smoking Hot Confessions Barbecue Podcast with your host, Ben Arnott. How long has it been since your last confession? Alrighty, folks, here we are. We're at Meet in the Dilly now. We're out in the middle of the woods somewhere. You can see how dark it is here behind us. You can hear the wind in the trees. And um, I have got with me some very special people this evening. We've got on my left here, we've got uh, Ben Shute from Moonshine Barbecue. First time on the show, so make sure you all uh, give him a nice big warm welcome. And just to my right here, we've got good friend uh, Linda from Pitts Perfect. She's been on the show many times. It's great to have her back on again. And also we've got Ryan Sheen from the Fellowship of the Grill, recently renamed from the Sheen Shangri-La. So you've seen him on the show a couple of times as well. Welcome, everybody. It's great to have you here. Good to be here. Good to be here. So how good is it to finally be at a comp again? It's very refreshing. (laughs) It's great. Been waiting a while for this. Yeah, yeah. And what a great location too. We're at a scout what is this? Like a scout, scout camp park. or scout yeah. park? Yeah, in um, in Appen. Scout park in in Appen. Um, we are literally out in the middle of the bush. I was just saying before. I keep thinking I'm going to like walk behind this tree over here and trip over some backpacker bones. <laughs> um, but uh, still young. Anything could happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just don't know where the night's going to take us, no, do that's we? Right. Yeah, and it's going to be a a really big weekend this weekend. So this is what I've. I've dubbed the, the term a clustered comp. I don't know if, if, if that's the right term, but we've got an SCA, we've got an ABA, and we've got a Kids Q Nation competition all packed into one weekend, which is huge. Yeah. So are you guys doing all three? Uh, two of the three. Two of the three. Which are? SCA and uh, ABA. SCA and an ABA, cool. Uh, we're just doing one. We had to come back in slowly. We're just doing ABA. Okay. <laughs> That's enough. Yeah. yeah, same here with the new team and a couple of new teammates put in the water just to see how they go. And if they want to come back, then we'll probably get stuck in the SCA next comp. Yeah, right. Cool. So what what sort of draws you to those particular competitions? So you're doing SCA and ABA, yep. just ABA and just, just ABA. ABA. Yeah. Right. Okay. So we'll kind of start o- over here then. What's... What sort of pulls you to the SCAs? Uh, SC, this is actually my first SCA. Um, so we intended to do it last year um, for Meatstock Sydney, but that obviously got called off. Um, so we are um, this, we just wanted to give it a shot and, and see how we went. But um, it's, you know, we'll, we'll see how we go and I'll, I'll learn if I'm any good at it. 
<laughs> so it, it's going to be your first crack. First crack. Yeah. First crack. Awesome. Awesome. Best of luck with Thank that. Thank you. What are the um, the uh, ancillaries for this weekend? Burgers and wings. Burgers and wings. Okay. Pretty good then. Yeah. So you're doing some, some buffaloes and what? Oh, maybe. Yeah, we'll <laughs> it's see. It's a secret. It's a secret. Well, we're not, okay, we're not live we're anymore. We're not live anymore. <laughs> no, um, no, we're not spoiling anything. Well, actually, my son. so my son's come up with what we're going to do for wings this weekend. It's kind of a honey soy crunch kind of thing. Uh, so, Ooh, yeah, nice. He was experimenting with that the other day. So if we win that, he's pretty, he'll be pretty happy. Um, he'll take home the money as well. Pretty happy. <laughs> I was going to say, you'll, you'll never hear the end no, of that. No, I won't. And then um, uh, burgers, we're still kind of, we've got a few things. We haven't decided and landed on one yet, so. Steak, we might do something completely. I'm just, no, steak stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, yeah. And so you guys are still uh, sort of staunchly ABA. Oh, we've done SCA we, and we won burgers. I don't even know if it was SCA, but it's Sydney, one of the first Sydney meat stocks that we went to. And it's, I enjoy it. But this week, this time, we just needed to like, get right back to basics and remember what we're doing. And this is like our fifth year competing. So ABA is something that we're used to and like I said just slowly get used to and maybe yeah further on do SCA but for now we'll just stick with basics that no <laughs> even though we don't really remember them. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm relying on <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so we're in, we're in the same boat again with with a new team I sort of want to just ease them into it uh competing with dad for the past four years ABA is com- not comfortable because we always panic at the last minute anyway, <laughs> but it at least feels like we've done it before. Um, with the team that we've got and with the involuntary break that we had last year, um, I definitely wanted to try to flex a little bit more on in the SCA, but I think next one, definitely SCA, 100%. Yeah, nice. I I I really love the the creativity that, that people can sort of get, get really get into in the yeah. in the uh, SCAs there. I think not being limited by how you can cook it is kind of the you know yeah. flavors are one thing, but also you know you can fry it, you can you know smoke it, roast it, whatever you want to do. It's got yeah. you know you've got the opportunity to kind of yeah as you said stretch your ring stretch your wings a little bit on it. Now here's an interesting idea. Have you ever seen anybody do for the burger hand ins like a Monte Cristo style burger? So they cook the burger, build it. Batter it and deep fry it. I have not. And if, but if I'd have bought a deep fry with me, that might be on the card. You're seeing tomorrow. You could favorite. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's my favourite food group fried. That was a Yeah, yeah. We we would have all of that covered then, wouldn't we? Yeah. So I mean, I I kind of jumped a bit ahead there. How long has it been since you've all been to a competition? You're saying uh, meat stock. Meat stock. In Sydney in 2019. 2019. Okay. And we said that was May, didn't we? We did say it was May. So it's almost two years. Yeah. Yeah. Nearly two years. Wow. How about you guys? Um, we're not quite as long and we were the Invitational 2019. So I think it was like November. So 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last time for me was actually our last face-to-face conversation at Kangaroo Valley 2019. That, it, wow. <laughs> it's hard to think back that, that far. Um, and it all still feels, whilst it hasn't, been so long since we've done this it does feel like it's second nature which is weird um and, and just to see familiar faces again uh over that long period of it's time like nothing's changed yeah nothing's changed <laughs> but everything's changed at the same time it's weird yeah so when you are seeing all these people again for the first time are you responsibly elbowing and and uh no not even fist bumping anymore is it it's i'm throwing out a few hugs I, yeah, when, um, Can't help it. Caution to the me, wind. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> now, when I saw Fat Amy roll through the park, I was a little bit excited. Hugs, so, yeah. Yeah. 
just for the record, Fat Amy is the name of Linda's pit. Um, we're not we're not being disrespectful to anybody in any way at all. <laughs> Named after one of your, like someone your in the car with me. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually named after one of your favourite uh, movie characters, well, isn't it? Well, our team name is Pitch Perfect. At the time we made it, Pitch Perfect was huge and our daughter loved it. And so we had to have Fat Amy at our barbecue and we still call her that. Now. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. So with all this time off then um, between competitions, how are your nerves this weekend? Um, I'm not too bad. Like I'm not, I'm not expecting too much of, you know, Self, but that sounds wrong. But you know, obviously, we'd like to we'd like to maybe get a couple of call ups. But just being happy to cook again, to be honest. So, um, you know, we've got the spent time practicing and got some. We got a really good, you know, decent bit of meat, you know, to go, and we should be good. You want to move that close? Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. That's all right. That's all right. I, I I can hear your voice sort of surging a little bit through the through the audio board. It's all good. Yeah. So, how about you guys? How are the uh, it, it's the not nerves. nerves. I get I get anxious about everything, but it's like it's like <laughs> that muscle memory that was there before, where you know what to pack, you know how to pack it. Everything's there. Like when I went through, I've got a barbecue shed, and I had to chuck out so many things because they'd expired because they hadn't been used in so long. Oh. So I had to <laughs> rebuy stuff and remember how I do things. And it's that it's just getting that back. And then when we were setting up, like oh, I forgot we had to do that, and I forgot we had to do that because it's just been so long. So. Not nerves, but as much just yeah. fear of forgetting things, yeah. I guess, is the best way to explain it. So your sauces have become rubs and your rubs have become oh, rocks. Oh, it was disgusting, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a big bin night that night. Like, yeah, everything went, but yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, no, we're in the same boat. Like, setting up the site, that's probably the one thing that I said to the new guys, like, out of all the experience I had with Dad, they being able to know how to set a site up, was just a blessing in disguise this uh, this afternoon because um like Linda and Sam helped me put the marquee up but like just getting the site ready mm. was basically like second nature which was really really cool um but yeah getting getting those little things re- remembering to bring like something to wash the, the exactly. cutting boards up yeah right and bringing my sharpening steel pack finding my brisket knife <laughs> like I just I have not touched my smoker in at least three to six months like I've used the kettle sparingly. And I've done zero comp practice, let alone cooking a brisket just because. Yep. Mm-hmm. So trying to remember how to do all those things and just consuming as much barbecue media as possible to try <laughs> to get some tips and insights uh, has been a big sort of, not plan, but part of my, my, my strategy. Not that I have one, but yeah. That's <laughs> the best strategy. Yeah. I forgot my marquees as I was pulling out the driveway, so that, t- that tells you how long it's been. We had it packed. I was ready the car, ready to go, and I was going, nah. Wow. They're in the garage. I actually almost left for the airport this morning without my wallet. Oh, I actually made it all the way out to the car in the driveway, and I went, something's not Missing, here. Yeah. Something's, something's, what is? I feel lighter. Oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I I wouldn't say that I feel that much lighter because there's, there's not much in that wallet anyway. I understand. Yeah. Now, Especially as, after a barbecue comp, there's oof, nothing left in oh, the wallet. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and it, despite the way things have turned out in the last 12 months with all our meat exports going, like staying here in Australia, you would think that, that we would have a, an oversupply and prices would come down, but we seem to have been going the other way and everything's been going yeah. more and more expensive, yeah. which yeah. is crazy. Is yeah. that at least, I mean, for me, up on the Gold Coast, I'm paying twenty five dollars a kilo for brisket now. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's wow. That's about right. It's yeah, it's expensive. It's getting the beef in particular is actually getting up there. Lamb is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, lamb has been ridiculous. When we were kids, we had lamb chops because they were yeah. cheap. Yeah. Now you can't afford $55 a kilo or whatever no. it is or more. Yeah, well, depending on. So they don't on, buy them anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, like I, I definitely saw a decline. The price dropped when it first happened. Like a lot of the restaurants that couldn't open, they had excess supply. And we were able to pick up some really good bargains. But since things started to stabilize within a, within a sense of the word, it yeah, definitely has not gotten cheaper, unfortunately. A very expensive hobby. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just yeah. talking about that. Um, I went down to uh, the Hunter Valley for the Easter to to catch up with my family, and my dad was saying that um, lamb shanks used to be what the butcher would throw in for free yeah. Yeah. when you went and bought something else, and now yeah. they're twenty bucks a kilo. Yeah. yeah, and it like with lamb specifically, like there's not that much meat on that animal. Like when I used to, when I was a butcher, there was like hardly anything left over once you broke it down, trimmed it up, and that's why you do pay the amount you pay and it's like, is it worth it? And then especially for lamb, at a comp, some teams are doing up to four to five different cuts for a box. Mm. It's costing you a small fortune to take a loan out to pay for your mm. lamb handy. <laughs> but that, that's barbecue, right? Like yeah. all of the cuts used to be cheap cuts. Yeah. Mm. Brisket, lamb, yeah. like all the things we cook used to be ago, cheap and now they're all premium cuts. Yep. Yeah, that was we all. We picked an expensive hobby. We did. We did. <laughs> I, I think we kind of turned it into an expensive uh, you're hobby. Right, yeah. You're right, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's a, kind of a damn shame, really. Mm. It is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so just looping back to uh, to, to getting back to Barbecue Family, you've got uh, a, a new team that are mates starting. You've got family and, and you've got family. Yep. What's it like being able to to involve your, your family members? And I've got some, some new team questions for you coming up cool. shortly. So. What's it like being able to bring your your family along to these events? Um, for me, look, this ever since we started, it's been me and Sam, my partner, and it's 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 interesting. We have our very own distinct roles that we play. I cook, she cleans. That's the way it works. So, and now our daughter Chloe, who's fifteen now, and she sort of thinks it's pretty cool to hang out and camp, which is good because it's pretty cool for a fifteen year old. Yeah. And it's just nice to get everybody involved, and then we're not away from each other for a weekend and sort of work together. So I think it's a good thing. Like when we got into the catering side of stuff that got a little bit more stressful, but barbecue comps, I think are a great thing to get your family involved. Yeah. It's, it's really good. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, it's, um, you know, my, so my team's made up of, well, originally it was me and my brothers-in-law. Um, so there was, we had a four, then one of them's kind of moved away and another one has, you know, they've all had kids. And so it's, it gets harder to kind of bring them all together. So these actually getting, more of them to the comp is great because it's, you know, we don't get to see each other that much. That said, I've just spent five days with my brother-in-law for over Easter. So that's, <laughs> that's right. And my son's here as well. So, you know, it's, so that's good. But and, I, I, and it's great to have my son come out and do it with us as well. He gets How excited. Old's your son? He's nearly 13. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's so cool. he's, uh, he's really excited about it yeah. and he, he loves to come along. So, yeah, it's a good school holiday activity. It yeah. definitely is. Now, Moonshine Barbecue is yep. actually a, uh, a a barbecue rub business. Yes. Do you, does your son get involved in that as well? Um, he likes to do some of the marketing stuff and ideas. So he likes to film stuff as well. He likes he really loves doing video stuff. So he's kind of running around with a camera and a tripod at some somewhere. Probably not now, but <laughs> tomorrow he will be, um, which will be great. And he'll be documenting for us and kind of helping us with some of the socials and stuff like that, which is great. So, um, yeah. But no, we're certainly you know Moonshine's certainly a family business. My wife helps out with it a lot. Um, yeah. We're really, and we're really trying to grow it. So it's a big focus for us at the moment. 
So are you saying that, that we're going to see moonshine explode on TikTok then if we've got a 13-year-old running your socials? <laughs> totally. Why not? <laughs> he can explain it to me. <laughs> but what, you're what, 6'4", six, 6'5"? Six, six, yeah, 6'4". Six, 6'4", four. Six, four. man. I want to see some like funny dancing videos of you with like hot bloke. coals in one hand and... At a comp. <laughs> sure, we, yeah, yeah. after the podcast. We can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We can make that happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, man, you're, you're breaking in some, uh, some, some brand new team members. Yeah, I've got um, Daniel, my brother-in-law, uh, who was my best friend before that, so that's pretty cool. Uh, and we've got uh, a friend that I met through, Daniel, Chris, um, who is coming on board. Now, it's really an interesting dynamic because Daniel's obviously been around barbecue for the entire length of the addiction. Um, <laughs> and Chris has been sort of thrown into the mix somewhat involuntarily. Uh, it was sort of like, hey, you're coming to this comp if you want. He's like, yeah, sure, why not? Um, and he's got a uh, background in, in, in the culinary arts. He used to be a chef. Um, so I really find uh, it's a really nice balance between someone who's got a really interesting, complicated palate, like with all those different flavors. Me, who has been in the barbecue scene for many years and um, a lot of the different brands, things like that. And then Daniel, who basically can bring that all back down to like sort of a homey route, which is quite nice because sometimes I feel like, um, especially with Chris and I, we can overcomplicate things. Um, so we definitely all, as Linda says, we all play a role uh, in what's happening. So it definitely is something that I'm really enjoying because when it was dad and I, it was very 50-50. But now that there's an extra team member, there, there's, there's different types of team members as well. We're finding a bit of a balance and harmony in the way we're, we're working, uh, which I find relaxing. Um, this is probably the first comp that Linda seen me not swear or yell yet. <laughs> so, and, not too uh, much anyway. I will then, <laughs> Um, but yeah, like it's, it's been really nice and the guys are really interested in like the breakdown and the explanation and the science, especially Chris, like having that, that chef background, he's never cooked on a barbecue before, never had that background where it's like, when I say barbecue, he's cooked on a gas up, but hasn't cooked on an actual barbecue. Um, and like just teaching him how the different types of heat works and like all these breakdowns of accumulated knowledge that I've had over the past five years. And it's a really rewarding feeling. Um, and eventually hopefully be around long enough to sort of pass it on to our kids. So that'd be cool. So which protein does he get then if this is his first time cooking on a barbecue? At the moment I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do all of them and they're learning. If that makes sense. Uh, because this comp is a relatively straightforward protein breakdown uh, and we've elected for a couple of simple cuts, it shouldn't be too difficult. And the time that the handing windows are a blessing in disguise because I don't have to start cooking at like 11 o'clock. So, so because they're a little bit of a later hand in, we can take the time. Um, and also this is the first year that I've actually trimmed at home instead of on site. So we're super prepared and we've been able to sort of talk it through a lot. And then eventually they'll all start to pick their own proteins and we're going to start sharing it. But yeah, for this one, I didn't want to scare them. <laughs> it's sort of like, I'll show you how I do this and we'll go from there. And with the pits, we've got, it's pretty easy. Yeah, nice. What what are they? Uh, we've got a kettle, a Pro-Q, XL, and a GMG Daniel Boone. So ah. hot and fast in the kettle for your chicken and then the rest is all pretty much set and forget. Yeah, nice. very nice. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so... What is it like now? Because I I have seen you over the last couple of years. You've always been competing with your father. Yep, that's a like like a real beautiful thing. And uh, and and Ben's being able to experience it now with with his son as well. What's that like when when your father retires? It was a bit of a bittersweet moment because like competitions, as we all know, if you've been to one, I've always said that they're a a, a sport, and people don't agree with me, but. 
if you run a marathon, it's almost a similar it feeling. I've not run a marathon <laughs> just as a disclaimer, <laughs> but I'm assuming. I don't think anyone here has, has ever run a marathon. The fact that you have to take a Monday exactly off the same thing. To, to recover. Um, and, and for, sorry, Dad, someone of his age, one of the older members of the barbecue, he's not that old, but in the grand scheme of things, he was always known as old boy on the site. It takes its toll, so it's good to see him finally get some rest and, and just come here for the social aspect, which is what he loves. Um, and it was sort of sad to see him go because he was always that mature sort of, um, he'd calmed me a lot when, it, the, when I started stressing myself out. The calming of reason, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I, I, t- I generally turn turn around and tell him to go away because I was angry. But <laughs> you did that today too. Yeah, I, I know. Sorry, Dad. Love you. Um, but it was good to have that sort, that, that sort of voice and then also we were challenging each other a lot as well where if I thought something was great, he would push me to go a little bit further, which is really good. And same like backwards and forwards. It was, it was butting heads but in a good way. Right. Yeah, That's right. That's what we do too. Yeah. Lovingly. <laughs> Tough love. Lovingly, that's right. Yeah. Got a project you'd like to work on with the SHC team? Shoot Ben an email on ben at smokinghotconfessions.com and let's have a conversation. Now, is, is Chloe um, doing the boxes this weekend? I think she is. I um, have to pay her. Um, <laughs> Five dollars a box, I believe, but uh, it'll be a pretty good. It'll be a I, very good box. I was pretty sure that I saw something on the socials that, I know, that, $10, that said it was I ten. I know. Yeah, ten. I told her she either gets five dollars box or zero dollars box. So. <laughs> <laughs> Is that open to everyone? <laughs> no, that's oh. just family rates. Oh, okay. <laughs> How about neighbours? For, for, for everybody else, it's, <laughs> it's ten dollars it, a box. It's ten bucks a box. Well, Cleo yeah. set those um, prices, so we're going to go with it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. So. Do you reckon that we'll see your kids in there doing boxes as well? Or is oh, you absolutely, yeah. Lock just going to stick to the socials? No, Locke will be doing the parsley. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He did. He, we actually, um, he did them for our last comp as well. He came along. So, but he's, yeah, he knows what he's doing with it, which is good. I think the kids have got a lot more nimble fingers than yeah. we do. They do. Yeah. And they've got more patience. And they also drink yeah. far less alcohol than <laughs> we do. True. So yeah. they've they're actually, they're actually got the patience got to be able to pull I would hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, if, and if you tell them there's money in it for them, then, you know, that's Exactly. I'm, I'm actually glad that my son's over by the bonfire and he's not hearing. Be, <laughs> yeah. Daddy, I want to start a business. Is it a controversial idea that I actually like doing parsley boxes? Yeah, oh, okay. It's nostalgic for me. Like, that's, that's, again, I haven't been in a butcher shop in a few years, but like the whole parsley and it's a bit a bit uh, relaxing actually. Oh, right. Yeah, because you, you would have uh, done all your presentation yeah. with parsley in the, in the butcher shop. And also like dad hated doing it, so I had to do it. So I guess <laughs> I guess it sort of all worked out. But yeah, no, I, I I never really got the anti like the chicken scraping I get. Oh, but the, but see, yeah. <laughs> but the, the parsley I, I never really understood. But yeah, well, well, I'll, I'll let the I'll let the, I'll let the guys do it and see what they reckon. Right, right. <laughs> now is that is, is that your son over on the stage there behind us? Yes, it is. That is right. Okay, so we've just been discussing the idea of like a fifteen dollar. Um, whoa, whoa. Social, <laughs> social video. Oh, I thought it was um, a $15 pass. That, yeah, that your father was going to set up there. No, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to start a bidding war between your two children. I'm, not trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging entrepreneurialism like in, no, in all the children. He's on board with anything that gets him more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all righty. So we have had a long break um, between, between drinks, between competitions. What non-barbecue stuff have you all been doing during your downtime? So for me, I've been playing with my technology stuff. We've now got all the cameras and the laptops and the this and the that and everything else. Good. What have you guys been doing? Um, it's not really non-barbecue, but I've been working on Moonshine Barbecue, obviously, and um, kind of developing some new 
um, rubs a couple of sauces and things like that, which we've been kind of oh, playing nice. around with. Yeah, which is exciting. And then other than that, just you know, doing actual work to uh, yeah. <laughs> to pay the bills. But uh, it's been I work, you know I've started working for myself, which is great. So yeah, it's a um, it's um, it's been a busy time. There's been certainly not very little downtime. Yeah, right. And so, are you working for yourself inside Moonshine, or are you? Uh, but well, I work for no. So I do consulting work. Um, okay. As a kind of a, as my full time Moonshine is kind of the other hustle, which I'm trying to kind of rebalance and make I it more that. Moon, make it more that. Moonshine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, are you able to give us a bit of an idea of what those new products are, or do we need to wait for them to be released? Um, oh, I mean, I'm happy to. So, so there's a, there's a, there's a, we've been trying to get a fish robe up for a while um, with a seafood robe. Um, it's been. <laughs> Something new? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's been one that we've really, it's been a lot of trial and error and trying to get it right. Um, and so it's, you know, sometimes too salty, sometimes not enough salt. And so it's, it's kind of, you know, balancing that and just other flavors to go with fish because there's no white fish and kind of red fish is obviously then makes yeah. a difference as well. So yeah, maybe two rubs, who knows? Um, <laughs> and then the sauces, there's kind of, the, you know, your usual kind of suspects in terms of sauces, but um, we've just been toying around with them. And so hopefully they'll be ready to go soon as well. So, do you find that there's much of a difference um, between, like you you mentioned, whitefish and and redfish? Yep. What about like freshwater and saltwater fish? Um, there is, yeah. There's obviously the kind of the, you know it's the difference in those as well. So it's kind of it's 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 hard to find an all make an all purpose. So if we actually did what we actually released one for um, for fish three years ago and it didn't fly. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so we're, that was kind of back to the drawing board. It worked really well on whitefish and nothing and nothing else, which was kind of limiting. Um, so it, it, it's been it's – that's that kind of trial and error. So it's cooking a lot of fish, which is very non-barbecue. Hey, look, that's <laughs> – Delicious, though. Delicious. delicious, absolutely. If if there's a group of people, though, that do need to eat some more fish, yep. it, it, it's it, 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 it would be us barbecuers, yeah. And I, so I reckon true. it'll be on Monday that we need to <laughs> – yeah. I, I dare say so, yeah. So how about you guys? What have you been up to? Um, yeah, we've been, we were just talking about this before. We've, um, at home, we've got our own like 2020 recipe book that has all the stuff we've done. Like just getting in the kitchen and doing things like from scratch, I've become a mad sourdough baker. So I have like <laughs> sourdough starter, which started at about this much. And I have a jar this big in the fridge oh, wow. now. <laughs> and that gets fed every Friday and we have a name for it. And it's all very serious, but it makes some delicious sourdough. But just like cooking, yeah, getting back to cooking homemade yeah. from scratch, not, you know, preservative free, really good, real food. And that's what we've really gotten into in the last 12 months, I think. And it's been fun. What exactly did you name the, the, the sourdough starter? Do you remember the name? I've forgotten the name. We had three names for our sourdough starter. I can't remember them. Okay. Any of them. But that one had like two babies and then there was more and we like give them to friends and stuff. But when I remember it, All right. I'll let you know. I can't it's remember. It's interview. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Barry or something ridiculous. Like oh, it's got to okay. be Barry. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's, Eugene it's or something. I don't know. <laughs> Eugene. There you go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Again, very, very similar. Uh, I haven't really cooked on a barbie in a while, so I've done a lot of cooking um, in the kitchen, obviously. Uh, but using a lot of – because I've been getting into a lot of, like, podcasts and lectures and stuff, and I was thinking, why not expand that into cooking? Like, I've never really researched or learnt cooking. And, and Chris, I was uh, talking to him and I was asking whether or not going to culinary school or something like that would be good to, like, ex- ex- uh, broaden my horizons. And he said, dude, unless you want to make your own flavours, just watch YouTube. 
I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. So yeah, watched a lot of um, chefs until I found two that I like, and I really got, I've decided that yeah, fried chicken is my favourite food of all time. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, yes. Because they're <laughs> it's so versatile. Well. It's so versatile. Yeah. Um, actually, Drew from Wild West started that, he did. and then um, he with his with his deep fried chicken, southern fried chicken, and um, adventures that he would go on, and then cooking the very different styles of fried chicken. Um, yeah, obviously, uh, was great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, getting into baking, everything from scratch. Um, one of the guy, an Australian guy, and that's what I reckon is a comedian. Yes, he's so yeah. good. He's very good. Um, he is what sparked the whole cooking from scratch thing because, like, one thing, and it falls into barbecue so well, especially with the way I cook. Um, he was talking about cooking spaghetti, spaghetti bolognese and how that it is a testament of restraint and that your meal should not collapse under the weight of your own creativity. Okay. And I was doing that. I would over-season, over-flavor, over-sauce, over-cook, and it would just be bleh. And being able to hold back and pull back and just get those basic core methods, ingredients, styles, and then going from there mm. was fantastic. And, and I don't actually really care about eating it anymore. It's just the making it. Yeah. And sitting there watching people go, oh, wow. That's, that's the point, like, especially with barbecue, because you're not going to cook a brisket for 13, 12, whatever many hours you got, and then go, oh, it was okay. You're like you're watching them and watching those little micro expressions for like, oh, amazing. So that that's it for me. Like especially because I do show a lot of love to my family through food because I do spend on like a Saturday or Sunday, on average about six hours in the kitchen yeah. baking, wow. making sauce Same. bases. Yeah. Like we make uh, even Lucy now, my wife, she um makes like spaghetti meat sauce from scratch now. Um, if it's a mince or a ragu base, so it, it's it's spreading the love of cooking from scratch. It's right. pretty cool. Seymour. Sorry, Seymour. <laughs> oh, Seymour. <laughs> oh, as in feed me, Seymour. And then yeah, right. the offshoots were the, the woman. Uh, I can't uh, remember her name either, but, yeah, it was all that. I'm so glad you, you understood made. that reference. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that, that we did was um, because my son was home from school for like mm. a term, um, we started a veggie garden. Oh, yeah, And cool. so my, one of my grandfathers was a builder. The other grandfather was a farmer and my own father was a woodwork teacher. Wow. And so I'm, I'm an English language teacher and I have very few skills, but I do have some, uh, <laughs> some, some building skills. And so we built these, um, these wooden uh, vegetable gardens. And then every day we, oh, well, I'd, I went to Bunnings and I bought um, one of the last mini greenhouses that I could get, yep. a little sort of about the size of a shoebox type plastic thing. And we planted all these... Um, uh, vegetables and herbs and things from seeds, and I made my son go out and take a photograph of it every day, oh. and then oh, and awesome. then do a little write up and put it in a science journal, yep. and then send it off to his teacher. Fantastic! And so what we've now been working through is we've been um, using some of the uh, vegetables that we've grown and a lot of the, the the fresh herbs and that, and it just made me think of that when um, when Ryan when you were mentioning your spaghetti bolognese. Mm. Because uh, my dad came up to visit over Christmas. He was able to sort of sneak through the when the borders were open just for a little while. And uh, he, he came through for Christmas and um, he cooks the most amazing lasagna. And he, he, he went out to the, to the garden and he picked um, some fresh uh, oregano and thyme. Yep. And it was just amazing. Like it just moving from the dried bottled stuff yeah. to the fresh stuff from the garden. Yeah. And we just get a huge kick out of it. And my kid now eats vegetables because they come from our garden. That's it. That's, That's awesome. Great. If he's grown them, he'll eat them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. really cool. Couldn't couldn't get pumpkin into him before. And <laughs> yeah. As long as it's in the garden. That's, awesome. That's, That's how really I got my cool. nephew eating meat. He was like against eating anything that he had to chew. 
So I was like, <laughs> so I said to him, so I said to him, like, I, I said to him, hey, would you like to try to like, you know how to do comps? He goes, yeah. I'm like, there's a kid's one. Would you like to try it? He goes, oh, I don't know. So I got a couple of scotchies and the grill grates in the kettle and got him and his sister out there cooking um, on there and he ate the whole steak. So it, it's a testament to see if you're involved in something and you and you put your effort into it. It's yeah. more rewarding. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, we we've done something similar, and uh, my boy's actually going to be competing in the kids' queue oh, uh, cook off tomorrow. Fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. That's so good. So he, <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. All right. No pressure. <laughs> we're just we're just getting heckled from off camera by a nine year old. Um, don't be a bully. Okay. <laughs> I got to be careful because he knows jujitsu too. He's going <laughs> to he's going to choke me out here in a second. Um, yeah, so all, all those sort of different things have been sort of been been happening during the the barbecue downtime, I guess. <laughs> so we've got rubs, sourdough, podcasts, and cooking shows. Um, how many of you took up a like a a new hobby? Like, like I took up a hobby you, of saving money. That was my saving hobby. money. Okay, <laughs> without barbecue comps. It was the most money I've saved in a long time. I oh, see. So. We we went the other way. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we went because we. Because you were buying all this digital stuff, right? Uh, partly, partly. <laughs> but the other part was is that I watched too much shows like The Walking Dead oh. and Doomsday Preppers and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> have, you, have you built wow. a bunker? Um, no, no. But only because I can't. <laughs> Not yet. Um, if I could, I would have. Um, but no, we we now have a, a hunting slingshot with a thousand rounds. Um, in the in the cupboard, as you do, yeah, yeah, cool. Um, we've got water purification tablets. Yeah. And, You're set uh, for the apocalypse. Yeah, zombie apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one of the things we did was we went, okay, we we're gonna need, you know, I think it was eight bottles of vodka because that'll last us for like antiseptic on on wounds That'd and all last that sort me of stuff. A week. Um, <laughs> you know, it's funny you should say that. That was that's not true because that's all it lasted three days. <laughs> I went to Dan's and I bought uh, 500 bucks worth of booze at Dan's and five days later I was back again buying another $500 worth of booze. There you go. Because Dan's we just kind of went, you. well, if this is the end of the world. You may as well go happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my motto. And then it turned out it wasn't. No, I know. We were told that everything was closing, bottle shops are closing, so we went out and bought like a case of vodka and then like the next day, oh, they're not closing. Oh. Now we've got a case of vodka. Yeah. I always found the daily limits on how much you could buy from Dan's was amazing. It's just like, <laughs> so yeah. Huge. yeah, you can buy three cases of beer or 18 bottles of wine a day. Yeah. Okay. Like, what are other people buying if that's a limit? They're, yeah. They're filling bunkers. That's true. They want to go stay away. Burying them bunkers. in the backyard. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I bought a PC, which has been a lifelong ambition slash goal of mine because, um, when Lucy was working at the time, she had to work from home. So that was a massive adjustment. Oh, right. Uh, having to work from home. And I was like, hey, gaming PC is something that you need to do customer service on. So tax write off. <laughs> really? Um, nice. Not all of it. Yeah. The accountant looked at me and went, not all of it. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. We'll claim some of it. But yeah. um, but it has, she used it every day for work. So ATO, uh, leave me alone. Um, <laughs> but that was, I, I've, got, I've got it now. Um, I don't use it often because I have a two year old. Um, and yeah, that's a thing, but yeah, again, just cooking. I, I bought a lot of, spent money on kitchen appliances. I now am trying to convince Lucy, let me buy a kitchen aid, um, oh. a stand mixer yeah. and all of the attachments. I think when I put it in my card, it came to about $1,300. Ooh, so I wow. have to scale back on some of the attachments, <laughs> but I want that meat grinder. Pasta maker attachments. I want the, pa- I want the, the pasta roller because you can use it to make wonton wrappers. Yeah, dumplings are amazing. 
Uh, and then the meat grinder and sausage filler because brisket trimming. Yeah, yep. right. That's it's an investment. Apparently. Totally. <laughs> yep. Of course, yeah. No, that 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 does raise a, a, a good point. Now if if you were consulting and doing moonshine rubs and working from home wouldn't have been too much of a of a drama for you. No. No, no, I was all good. It was the homeschooling part that threw it all. Oh, <laughs> I was homeschool. I have I have three kids, and so oh. I was I was doing uh, homeschool. And when it, when it was homeschool time, I was doing. My eldest was in year six, and my youngest was in kindergarten, and my other one was in year three or two or three. So I had the spread, and so I go from kind of teaching how to write the letter A to trigonometry or whatever that was that we were learning oh, or angles. Wow. I'm just like, oh. And then trying to do my work in between that. So it was, a, yeah. Ew. But we got and, into a rhythm. It was good. And probably all of it happening at the same time. Absolutely, got, yeah. Hey, Dad, what comes after A? And yeah. then you've got, hey, Dad, what's the square root of X minus Y to the 15th power? Yeah, which I didn't know. And I was just like, just go, go and ask him. Google. Google. Yeah, Google. Google. <laughs> Google. Although my youngest, my youngest fell into this nasty habit of waking up at like 11. She could sleep until there. So the good oh, part man. was that the other two would get up, do all their work, and then they'd be done. <laughs> then I just have one of them, so oh, we kind of got into a pattern, which was good. But no, that was that was during and during the so during the downtime was kind of a lot of that. I actually didn't take up new hobbies, but kind of rediscovered some old ones that I had. Okay. I'd been kind of I you know that I hadn't done for a long time. I played more guitar, I played more golf. I did all those sort of things that I don't get a chance to do normally. Um, which was good. We planted a veggie garden as well. We've got so much basil, it's ridiculous. It <laughs> yeah. like we have trouble yeah. growing basil. Oh, oh, oh really? really? Basil and coriander never work for us. We my cut my it basil's almost as tall as I am. Wow. It's crazy. It's supposed to be out of it's I think it's supposed to be out of season now, but we cut it and it keeps, comes, going. keeps growing. So Same. Yeah. So we tried, you know, we're trying a few other things as we go. We've got chilies and tomatoes and we've got a whole lot of stuff. garlic is another thing we're trying to do now, which is apparently hard. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We actually um, had a huge landscaping job done just before all the all, all the craziness started, and now my my pumpkins have grown out through oh, all yep. through, crazy. out through all the expensive landscaping, yeah. which has made me not very popular sometimes at home. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> my neighbour has a she's got a, a, a fabulous veggie garden, which is up backs onto our pool at the back, and so it just but her pumpkin vine grows over the fence, they and so I'll come so out and just find. I found out this pumpkin is massive. Thank it's you. Just, just over the pool fence the other day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, t- I told my daughters to take it back and just kind of say, you know, just, just see if she wants it back. And she went, no, you kept it. like, okay, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had great roast pumpkin that night and pumpkin soup. And just, just the gift that keeps giving. I, um, I, I had some pumpkin that was uh, starting to get a bit old. And so I chopped the outside of it off, uh, smoked it for about tw- 20 or 30 minutes, yeah. and then um, finished it uh, just roasting it and then turned into a pumpkin pie. Lovely. Smoked, Very nice. Smoked pumpkin pie. I do like Stop. pumpkin pie. That sounds yeah. good. Um, yeah, just enough to to fill up the the PK. So we, and then I sat there, and uh, my wife and son went to bed, and I ate a whole pie. Fabulous. <laughs> you don't want to share. That. No, yeah. it's only yeah. one piece. They wouldn't like it. it. They wouldn't like it. Anyway. If you don't cut it, it's one piece. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got in so much trouble for that. He he's still upset about that. <laughs> You'll have to make another one. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're listening to the internationally awarded Smoking Hot Confessions podcast with massive barbecue nerd, Ben Arnott. How about you guys? Were you, were you working from home and finding that yeah. different? I loved it. Me I'm, too. I have to go from, we are in Winmalee in the Blue Mountains into Parramatta and I hate catching the oh train, God. so I drive. <laughs> so that's up the M4 every day and I'm just not, I'm not that sort of person that needs to go and be around heaps of people. So working from home, loved it. But the organisation I work for, 
wasn't really keen on people working from home. So we worked from home for about a month and then we were all back in the office. Wow. All so. oh, right. It didn't last very long, unfortunately, but it was good while it lasted. So, And just to be at home and like I could, or when school was on, drive Chloe to school. Or just the dogs were like, oh, my God, what are you all doing home? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sit there in front of me, like on the desk and go, why are you here? But was, <laughs> We've got things to do. Why are you here? <laughs> You're not supposed to be here. This is my house. But, no, it was, um, I really, really enjoyed it. If I have to work from home every day, I would. But they weren't me, so I have to go to work. Yeah. Well, um, during last year, I was working uh, for a barbecue retailer, and it was it was scary when it first mm. started because we come off the back of the bushfires. Yeah, so right. We had um, a, a really interesting experience over that sort of the start of the year, and then when it trickled through, and that was the main issue. Um, online sales just ridiculous. Mm. The amount of online sales. I went from working in a retail store to basically working with the warehouse and just doing online yep. orders and and it was it was amazing and it was crazy busy. Um and essential workers um being in that sort of because people we didn't think of it at the time but everyone was cooking from home. I was cooking from home. Yeah, so it yeah. makes sense everyone else is cooking from home and people that want always wanted that smoke I thought you know what if we do go into a full-fledged stay at home forever I'm going to buy that barbecue that I want to buy. I I did that again with the gaming PC. I'm like, if I can't leave the house, I'm going to have something to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, So that was really, really cool. I, I, I enjoyed the fact that I didn't have to work from home because recently I've had to, because normally what the company I work for at the moment, um, we do generally an annual big conference three day event. And we did that working from home and I hated every second of it (laughs) Uh, because it was just like we were doing virtual meetings, virtual conferences, and I was on my gaming PC and I was like, I don't want to use it for this. Yeah. Um, and also this chair is uncomfortable and we're on a webcam, so I had to wear clothes. It was it was really, it was just annoying. Um, but again, I, I more power to Malusi. She had to do that for eight hours a day for like three months. Um, and like, again, anyone who had to work from home, like it sounded great for me. And then I did it for three days and wanted to like just crash the car into a wall. Um, so everyone's different again i i thrive on on talking to people and bouncing off other people so being able to work during that period was was really good for me and so i i guess in that you would have seen like a huge um up uptick in sales and things as well then uh yeah actually you know it we did see some some increase in sales it was good and it was good too because i could spend a little bit more time focused on it as well and kind of and and spend the time to kind of you know do what needs to be done to drive those sales up and actually, you know, get out of the business long enough to think about the business rather than working mm. in it, if that makes sense. Work work on the business instead of in the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah. was good. But no, definitely there was a, there was an increase in that and I discovered a whole lot of people who live not far away actually who kind of, are, you know, who are, are cooking the same stuff and so it was good to kind of connect with a really local community as well. Um, we don't usually meet during that time. Not that we could go around and have a barbecue, but, you know, it was good to meet them. Yeah, right. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I, I quite fell in love with, with working from home as well. I got um, I had six months working from home full time and then three months at 50% and now we're back in the... We're back nothing's in the, changed. We're back at the start. And it's exactly the, the same like it was. The again and nothing's changed. We've learned nothing. Yep, yep. Nobody learned any lessons. No. <laughs> it's so true. But anyway. 
Alrighty, so since all that sort of, we've just been talking about all the craziness that that's happened in the last 12 months or a bit more than 12 months, we've seen a whole lot of evolution happen in terms of barbecue competitions and all that sort of stuff. So we've seen uh, virtual comps, online comps. So I want to start with that and then sort of start to talk about all, all the different sort of steps of evolution that, mm. that we've seen. So how many of you participated in, in online comps and did you like it or do you have an opinion on online comps? Um, I didn't participate, but I did. I think it was good that there was people wanting to keep everything going. Mm-hmm. It could have been very easy just to sit back and just go no comps for the next foreseeable future, but um, something to keep people going other than you know arguing with each other on Facebook about something. Mm. <laughs> um, but I think I think there, there was, was so much of that. There was a lot of that. Um, <laughs> I think that you know, but it was really good to see people trying to find ways to get it going. Virtual comps, you know, there's there are certain elements missing. I think, taste. you know, taste, is a big one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, taste. Yeah. everything looks good online, um, but um, it's, you know, but obviously taste is kind of that big one. So it's, um, I, like, if we all accept that that's the thing that's missing, then that's fine. Mm. Um, yeah. So I, I, as I said, I think it was good that people were trying to find a way to keep us going until we got back to, to this, which was good. Mm. And I, I found that with everything that happened in the last 12 or so months, like just like the ingenuity of humans to keep doing things and, nobody wanted to stop. Everybody wanted to keep going. So whether you're watching a concert or a comedian or we watched a play online, which was just two people sitting in their own houses and doing dialogue amongst each other with this play. And it was amazing. So like, yeah. And then you're missing a lot of things as well, but just to see that humans, they won't lie down. They just kept going. So, and that's why I think the online comp is as much as, yeah, the most important thing, which is taste. It it was still moving and people were still, creating and yep. I thought it was really cool like yeah. we didn't do any but um I think it was a great idea like humans just don't give up we just keep going which I guess is why we're still around all these years <laughs> yeah, no, I just found it really interesting yeah the adaptability yeah. was outstanding like again I didn't really have much to do with it but I respected the people that wanted to keep it going because it is a, it's a it's a people-based and people-led event like yeah. without the amazing like promoters supporters sponsors and anyone that has a even yourself like with the media like aspect as well if we're not willing to put our heart and soul into it it's going to be dead in the water yeah. yeah so it's not like people are rocking up waiting for a comp we got to put it on you know the show's not waiting for us yeah um so i definitely think that being able to adapt and drive and change is great. Like it, what it did for myself and the, and the team that I'm in now is we reached out to people that we normally wouldn't talk to. So I was able to, I was fortunate enough to go down to Melbourne, but we didn't get to do anything in Melbourne for meat stock, um, whatever year that was. But uh, I met some really, really amazing barbecue family from out of state. So um, like uh, Daniel Barrington um, from uh, Smoke Beyond Smoke up in Queensland, um, Dane and Jesse from uh, SA. So I was talking to them and watching them cook and, and the things that they were doing. And I didn't feel uncomfortable to ask them, hey, what, what's this? What do you think about this? Or, hey, how did you do that? Where before on the computer, it was sort of was like, oh, I don't know what they're doing. I'm just going to yeah. sit back and be a bit, bit quiet, a bit more passive. Um, but being able to sort of watch what they're doing. And, and again, we're all human and we're, we want to help each other. Obviously, we've got some secrets here and there. But at the end of the day, it's all we're all happy to help each other out. And that really made me see that there's a silver lining to all this. Um, and I'm really looking forward to when we can do like a big, massive multi-interstate comp and yeah. like a big, like not, not almost Port Macquarie-esque, 100 plus teams sort of thing. That's, I'm looking forward to when We're that can happen there, again. Yeah. We probably it's could have one. Close. We could probably have one here, here actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I like what um what you've uh, all been saying about the the ingenuity. I I didn't actually compete in any of these virtual ones, but I was 
sort of judging and sort of helping with a lot of the online sort of stuff with that. And um, there were two that, oh, actually there were three that, that, that really stood out. There was uh, Scott Coleman and Luke Nagel did one down in uh, Victoria. Um, there was one over in WA, Jules and Stefan uh, put on. And then there was the one up in Townsville as well. So I, I was part of those three. And it was really interesting for me because each one of them came up with a really unique way of doing it. Yeah. Um, so, for example, uh, Stefan's was fascinating because he, people were competing at home. You could compete from anywhere, but you had to basically recruit your neighbours to be your judges. Oh, that's brilliant. Because that's <laughs> neighbours are the best judges. They are. So yeah. Good. Yeah. And so the, the neighbours all had to get online for a like a, Zoom judging course, so and um, and then you had to like do like a knock and run, so it was like a contactless delivery. Yeah, um, it was it was awesome. It. It, was, it was it was really cool. Seven. It probably will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah pick it up, pick it up. It's a good, good show. Should all all uh, all go do that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then um and then uh, the Townsville guys they had um uh two or three judges together in a house in Townsville, and so the people had to drop their drop their hand in boxes to oh, wow. to the house, like a contact delivery yeah. to the house. Um, so th- that was really cool too. And uh, and then uh, Luke and Scott had another way of, of doing it again down in Victoria. And it was just fascinating to see all the different ways to, to, to tackle a particular problem so um, at the same time. And uh, I, I, I can't give too much away, but the blokes up in Townsville have got something cooking up for, for June, which is going to be really cool too. Cool. Excellent. So it's much more cool than grilling your friends about like what do you think or what do you really think. What did yeah. you re- tell me more? Yeah. What yeah, did yeah. it need? What didn't it have? They're like, I just enjoyed your food. It's just dude. delicious. Shut up. Yeah. 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 No, that's actually good. That's it too salty? No, it's just good. Yeah. You're, like, no, you're like no half points. <laughs> Out of ten. Yep. I want it broken down yeah. by appearance, taste, yeah. texture. Yeah. yeah. That's what. It, that's what, what it felt like. The four buggers, yeah. Like Lucy was just like, please let me eat dinner. No, I need feedback. We had our neighbours over the other night when we were doing rib, pork rib, and I'm no good at pork ribs, and they just kept eating them. I'm like, give me feedback. Too sweet, too this, too that. And like, it's amazing they're covered in sauce. I'm like, give me something. And they wouldn't. That's all I got. So they, they, we'll see they, if the judges here think the same. Probably do you, not. Do you cook comp flavours for them, though? Or just, for that one right, was, that was okay, like a yep, total practice yep. because I hadn't practiced pork ribs in so long. Right. So I've texted them, like, I have heaps of pork ribs. Come and try them. They were at yep. our doorstep in like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was no pork ribs left after that, which is a, a massive compliment and one of yeah. the best things about barbecue when people love it. Yeah. Tell me something. Give me something that wasn't good and they should have known what was expected of them, though, when they when they lifted up their plates and the actual placemat was a scorecard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's what I'll have yeah. to do next time. And you time. served it on a bit of parsley. Yeah. 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 Like, am I, the ribs are going am to Am I supposed to stuff. eat that? Like, is that, it, is, is that the salad that goes with it? What is that? Yeah. yeah. And so we're, we're moving into, um, as I said, at the very start of this sort of clustered comp. So this weekend we've got an SCA with an ABA with a Kids Q Nation how do you like all this sort of trying to uh, pack multiple events into into one weekend? Yeah, I, look, I don't mind it. I, I think for f- when you've got multi-day events, I think it's good to kind of fill that up. You know, particularly if we were to bump in tomorrow morning, we wouldn't start cooking tomorrow night. That's a long day of doing not a lot. Um, yeah. So to have SCA kind of in there as well is great. Um, my son's not doing kids here, but, you know, that, having that option there to involve the kids is good because I think that, you know, there are more kids coming to the comps as well. Um, Did you tell him there was cash prizes? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
don't tell him it's too late. It's cash prizes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gone. Um, it's a shame. Um, no, so I think I, I think it's good to kind of have you know multiple cons because yeah, but people will just travel for the one. Like I know that the guys from Country Boy Dan's down here to do SCA on its own. I bumped into him this yeah. morning actually while I was picking up my meat back in Sydney. He was on the plane before I was this morning. <laughs> that's, how, that's how keen he was to get yeah, in. Yeah, I said, I said, so you did, you know, you got, you get, you get in your meat too. He goes, no, I'm just doing SCA. I'm just like, that's a long way to come just for one comp. But, you know, that's what, that's, that's what they're doing. So now, so it's, I think it's good to, to have the variety to, you know, to, to pick from. There's actually a couple of teams that are just here for SCA. I, I was looking at a printout of the, yeah. of the teams list and even, even an hour before we started this, so two hours ago, um, I was talking to the boss and he was saying that there's still people registering wow. for, for tomorrow's SCA. They're up to 27 then, and he had a couple of inquiries still coming through on his phone. Wow. Ooh, so That's interesting. That's huge. No, I might. Alice, you'll kill me. <laughs> that's, it. that's it. No, like, like what Just, I'm saying, like, this, is, this won't go until afterwards. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. yeah. Uh, sorry, honey. Um, no, like, again, SCA is probably like one of those comps that is really doable for fly in, fly out. Yeah. Because you don't have to lug like a trailer pit. Mm, no. And if you have a couple of mates in those states, like, what you grab yourself like a butane burner. Kmart and you grab yourself a little deep fryer or borrow someone's stuff, especially got family, man. Like, and you can do so much and it really is that more interactive c- cooking rather than barbecue until you get a steak, obviously. Mm. But like, it is definitely one of those things that I think open up a lot of creativity yeah. and it's why someone would want to jump on a plane um, and come down and flex that. So I think it's, re- it's really cool. I, I like SCA. SCA is definitely on our radar. Um, maybe. Tomorrow? Nah, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you up there, like pulling your chip out of the bar. <laughs> <soon. laughs> we'll, we'll see. I'm dubbing you in. So, all right. So, so last point before we start to to wrap this up. The other one is double headed events mm-hmm. versus double point events. So, one of the things that we're starting to talk about doing up in Queensland is like a, an ABA double header, for example. Yep. So you'll do one ABA low and slow comp on the Saturday and another one on the Sunday. Or oh, that would be that would be grueling, wouldn't it? Ooh, that well, that reminds hard. me of like OG Port Macquarie, where we would do like hand-ins over two days. Like there was that one comp. There was that one comp with like I think the first one we did. It was like five hand-ins, and we did two one day and three the next. Yeah. And that was a that was a marathon event. Like I like the idea of it because cooking barbecue, more of this. Mm. We definitely have to invest in better beds. <laughs> it's, a, it's a young person's game. I don't no, think no. I'm that easy. I'm not that yeah. old, but I'm feeling old, and I, I that's huge. Maybe instead uh, of double, like double events, maybe more, more hand-ins essentially, but like not those really long cooks. Mm. Maybe like that, it would encourage people to have a, a team diversity with their cooking a little bit more. Um, but that, it's an interesting, interesting thought. Like I was saying before, I do miss the um like the promoters challenges and yeah. the mystery events. Yeah. Like yeah. as much as people hate Chef's Choice, it you don't have to do it, but it just gives you something different, you know? Yeah. Especially yeah. if you do practice at home. Like we do like we did pull pork to the point where I could do it in my sleep. <laughs> so I was like, something different. Yeah. Hooray. Amazing. Yeah. I remember the first comp we did, they just came at us and they said, All right, this is before SCA and all that, and we're gonna give you all a steak. Do what you want with it. And I think the boys from Scotch and Smoke won it. And they said, we just walked around the streets and grabbed some rosemary out of somebody's front yard. <laughs> <laughs> and they had some garlic and that's what they did. And we're like, oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. What did we think of yeah. that? We had nothing. And ever since, probably today's the first comp, I haven't brought rosemary and garlic just in case. And I never needed it. 
and so I'm yeah. not bringing it anymore. But well, there's nobody's the houses and yards like, out here no, for you no, to go and grab stuff. It's, it's, come it's a bit of a drive to get some, to steal <laughs> some rosemary. <laughs> I live 20 but minutes away. Like it's fine. We'll get yeah, some we'll rosemary. Get some. But I like that. I, that. That as much as you go, oh, my God, how am I going to do this? Like just getting your brain working yeah. and something outside of the brisket and all the, the stuff that you're so used to. I, I like that idea. Mm. And I think the SCA is good like that too. Like it does give you that opportunity to be really creative and, yeah. and do some stuff like that. 100%. So, 100%. Yeah. Interesting. All right, well, that's oh, – sorry, did you have something you wanted to add there? Double points, double events? I'd probably take double events over double points okay. as, a, as, a, as a way of doing it. I just think that, you know, double events is a chance to be a bit more adventurous or kind of cook a whole lot of different stuff rather yeah. than cooking the same stuff and getting scored on it twice. And talk about an endurance event. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd need to sleep afterwards. <laughs> or two. For about three days. For, you know, for yeah, about yeah, three days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a hospital on a drip. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh. Eating fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Through, through a straw. Through a straw. <laughs> Whatever doesn't require effort. Yeah. yeah. Would, um, would like potentially opening up to more like American style competitions as well. Like I know that they do like whole hog and stuff like that and your Memphis and Maze. But something, obviously, if we could do it in Australia, it'd be amazing. But open up, instead of doing like a, a double ABA, mm. again, just in, in expanding it to those more whole cuts, like doing like whole shoulders and that sort of thing would be interesting. And like whole birds, just like adding different, re- as mm. Linda yeah. said, yeah. it's been the same like four to five base cuts for the past five, six years. Yeah. Mm. So I think instead of trying to drum up extra points or double events, opening the ball game, giving people something different to play with, yeah, um, would idea. be an interesting idea. Yeah. And uh, people have talked about doing game. I don't know how that would go, but something I love that idea. Yeah, like or, make, make or, Australian. Or, um, native proteins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that would definitely, it would put our mark on it, make that Australiana sort of style. Mm. Uh, because as you like with the rosemary and the garlic, we've got those natural sort of flavors yeah. that our, our protein really does land its hand to. So I think borrowing a little bit more from the, from the Americans with the way that they do their festivals. And it, and the, the barbecue is the main part of their festivals. Um, and lending it to the, the natural beauty of our country, I think would be fantastic. Like a, more like a shellfish or seafood uh, op- opportunities, I think would be really cool as well. And instead of just being like, here, cook two briskets. Mm. Because I don't want to cook one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. All right, but well, that's probably a good point to to sort of start wrapping it up. So I just want to say thanks for coming on board. Thanks, um, I, I can see that we're all getting colder and colder and colder <laughs> as this has been going on. Um, I, I, I was feeling bad at the start because I'm from the Gold Coast. I'm like, oh, they're all going to laugh at me. I've got a hoodie and a beanie, but I've seen you put no, 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 no. freezing. You, you've pulled yours up over the, uh, over the course. I forgot mine, so I'm just sitting here, you know, just basking in everyone else's warmth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're, you're, you're closest to the big ring light there mm. off, yeah, yeah. off camera. So yeah. you'd... I'm just... Whatever that's giving off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've got scotch to warm us up. It's fine. Yeah. 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 Happy days. Yeah. Well, look, th- uh, thanks very much and best of luck with the competition to all Thank of you. you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. And there you have it, family. That was our After Dark special from Meet in the Dilly. How interesting was that to hang out with Ben, Linda and Ryan and just hear all their stories. It was so good to be back together again after all the madness of last year, all the competitions that were cancelled. It was so good to be able to get back into it. And uh, all of those people, they're all great personal friends of mine. It was the first time I'd seen any of them in the longest amount of time. So it was really good for me to catch up with them and I'm sure that you enjoyed all that as well. Now, before I let you go, just a quick reminder, do uh, come join us in the Smoking Hot Confessions Barbecue community over on Facebook. 
do grab your free ebook off of our website, smokinghotconfessions.com. It's the beginner's guide to real barbecue. Barbicon is coming up in July. We'll have the exact dates and we'll start announcing presenters soon. So keep an eye on the socials for that. And if you are watching this on YouTube, give us a thumbs up, a subscribe, and hit that notification bell. If you're on Facebook, give us a like, a comment, and a share. IGTV, it's the cute little love hearts and a follow. And if you're on a podcasting app, do give us a five-star rating and review. All those things would really help us out, and we really do appreciate all that sort of stuff. Now, that is about it for today. So, until next time, take care of each other and keep on queuing. Thanks for listening to the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast. Head on over to smokinghotconfessions.com for recipes, tips, and Ben's own confessions.